and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host reading today for you. Um, welcome and thank you for joining me uh, again today, uh, depending upon what time it is. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, I hope that this is uh, a bright spot in your day as it is for me. So um, today is episode 14.5 and we are reading John chapter two it's rather short so um uh it's really uh jesus just diving right into his uh into the ministry john right into it he's right he's writing about uh jesus and uh how he's starting to um starting to grow his ministry <clears throat> excuse me sorry so uh before we start uh we're gonna uh, begin in prayer like we always do uh, Jeremiah and I will be doing our podcast together tomorrow, so uh, I'm looking forward to that because I haven't talked to him in a week, so uh, it's been just one of those, you know, it's always like this. It's always crazy week, trying to clean up my house, trying to get my house ready because my sister's coming to visit, so, um, you know, life is, is moving and a shaking, so uh, let's pray and, uh, and then we'll dive right into chapter two. <clears throat> Holy God. Uh, we are so grateful to you and we are in such awe of you. You are worthy of all of our praise and all the glory. Uh, we give you glory before you do anything uh, and all the praise and all the honor. Uh, we are so thankful that we have a Heavenly Father to take care of us, all of our needs, uh, more than the birds, more than the fish, more than the bees, more than anything. You take care of us and we're so grateful and so thankful. But we're most thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We're so thankful that he was sent to this earth to die on the cross for us. His sacrifice is beyond anything anybody can imagine. And so we are thankful for his uh, sacrifice. We thank you for the blood that he shed for us, all of his sin, for all of our sins. The spotless blood of his, uh, of his sacrifice. So Lord, I just uh, ask you to... Uh, put a covering over this moment, this time. Bless us. Watch over us. Uh, I pray over every person out there that's listening to this podcast, Lord, just put a covering over them and uh, whatever their needs are. I don't know what they are, but they do. You do. Uh, and so um, just bless the, the moment in time that we get to spend together. Uh, take away the world. Take away our worries. Take away anything that's... Um, on our minds, just clear us of all of that so we can focus on the message that uh, today has for us. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let me put my readers on and we will dive right in. <clears throat> the Wedding at Cana. The next day, there was a wedding celebration in the village of Canaan, Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, They have no more wine. Dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. 
Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then, when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine. But you have kept the best until now. This miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After the wedding, he went to Capernaum for a few days with his mother, his brothers, and his disciples. Jesus clears the temple. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration, so Jesus went to Jerusalem. In the temple area, he saw merchants selling cattle, sheep, and doves for sacrifices. He also saw dealers at tables exchanging foreign money. Jesus made a whip from some ropes and chased them all out of the temple. He drove out the sheep and cattle, scattered the money changers, coins over the floor, and turned over their tables. Then, going over to the people who sold doves, he told them, Get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. Then his disciples remembered this prophecy from the scriptures. Passion for God's house will consume me. But the Jewish leaders demanded, What are you doing? If God gave you authority to do this, show us a miraculous sign to prove it. All right, Jesus replied, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. What? They exclaimed. It, had t it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you can rebuild it in three days? But then Jesus said, this temple, he meant his own body, after, but Je when Jesus said this temple, he meant his own body. Sorry, I was getting a little excited there. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered he had said this and they believed both the scriptures and what Jesus had said. Jesus and Nicodemus. Because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But Jesus didn't trust them because he knew all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature, for he knew what was in each person's heart. All right, kind of short and sweet there. Um, we've all heard the story of Jesus turning uh, the water into wine. Um, I find it interesting that um, when Mary uh, goes to him and says, that's, uh, you know, uh, Jesus and his disciples were also invited to celebrate. The wine ran, uh, supply ran out, and Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. You know, she's going to her son. It's like, go fix this. And uh, he says, uh, that's not our problem. And he says, my time has not come yet. So he's not quite ready to start showing himself, I guess, yet. Um, and she is like, you know what? Do what I say and do whatever he tells you to do. So she knew. She already knew, I think. Because a mom knows her kids, you know. Um, and then, of course, Jesus fills has the, the jars filled with water. They dip in it, and he brings it to the master of ceremonies. And then he calls to the bridegroom, and, you know, he's very impressed because this is the best wine, uh, and he saved it for last. Um, so uh, this miraculous sign in Cana 
in Galilee, this is verse 11, was the first time Jesus revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. After the wedding, he went to Capernaum for a few days with his mother, his brothers, and his disciples. And then, of course, we go into uh, how Jesus clears the temple and he wants to get rid of the mother, money changers and, you know, the, the dealers. And um, he's, you know, he's angry. I mean, this is his father's temple and uh, he he's clearing it out. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. I've heard it said in different ways. Den of thieves. You know, there's so many different ways it's been said. And of course, the disciples remember in the prophecy uh, that uh, passion for God's house will consume me, and it and it does. You know, he's he's consumed by keeping what is God's is God, is God's. So, um, and then of course the Jewish leaders are calling him out, and he says, "Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up." And of course he's talking about himself. He's not talking about the actual physical um, mortar and you know, stone and mortar. He's talking about himself. And of course, those disciples remembered he had said this after he, after he uh, was raised from the dead and, he, and they believed both the scriptures and what Jesus had said. And of course, the last paragraph uh, is about Jesus. It's like an introduction for Jesus and Nicodemus. So tomorrow we'll get to read about uh, Nicodemus. So that's it for today. Kind of short and sweet. Uh, I'm literally under 10 minutes right now. So, uh, and I wasn't rushing. I wasn't trying to get through it quick. Um, but, um, of course I am going to, uh, uh, give you the opportunity, uh, as I always do. Um, you know, if you haven't put your faith in Jesus, you know, like the apostles, uh, this is your moment, uh, to do that. Um, confessing with your mouth and having it in your heart, uh, God knows, God knows exactly, uh, what, um, you know, what your heart is. So, um, so I hope that, uh, these opportunities, I hope that, uh, somebody out there is getting saved. That's, you know, uh, I just hope that somebody says the prayer, um, and becomes a, a Christ follower. So I'm going to pray and you all can join me. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I give my life to you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, I am in awe, I am excited, uh, and a congratulations is in order. So it's a celebration. Um, mark it in your Bible. Uh, don't forget to put your check mark for today's reading, but uh, mark your Bible if today was the day that you decided to um, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Um, you know, I keep hearing about uh, people being scared in this time, and, um, you know, nobody... Nobody wants to die by all means, but you know, what's waiting for us in, in, in God's kingdom is, is so much more than what we can ever imagine. And so, you know, uh, being a Christ follower, you know exactly where you're going. There's no question. If you have trusted Jesus, if you put your faith in him, if you confessed with your mouth and you have it in your heart and you've, and you've said you're sorry, uh, you're, 
you're good. And, uh, and then you start doing God's work and you're even more good. I mean, I, I don't know if that's right, correct English, but anyway, um, but anyway, uh, just, I, I just pray for each person out there who might be listening to this, uh, to this podcast or watching the video. Um, I'm, I'm again, myself and Jeremiah, we're not, we're not pastors. We're not preachers. Uh, we're merely just everyday people, just like you are. Uh, just reading the word of God into the world. So uh, that is exactly what Leap of Faith podcast is. And so um, we're just real people. And uh, I hope that it touches somebody out there somewhere. So that's it for today. Um, I will uh, catch up with you guys. I'm sorry, I'm getting my mouse ready here to click off. Um, so we'll see you tomorrow with Jeremiah. Um, and uh, again, good stuff. We'll you know, have our little uh, time of, uh, we'll pray, we'll read, we'll have, uh, we'll talk about the little things and, uh, and just have a, a nice uh, podcast tomorrow. So, but in the meantime, enjoy your evening, your morning, your day. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.